Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to our podcast series created by the Ambassadors of the Methodist Church in Ireland. We're delighted to bring you a series of interviews with people who serve and lead this denomination, hopefully allowing you the listener to get to know them personally and also how the church works. My name is Lisa Best and I work for IMYC, which is the Youth and Children's Department of the Methodist Church in Ireland and I have the privilege of working with the Ambassadors. Ambassadors It's a bunch of young adults who are tasked with the role to represent and advocate for children and young people across the denomination. So whatever you're doing right now, we hope you find this podcast fun, interesting and informative. Thanks for tuning in. I'm delighted to welcome uh, to the podcast today the Reverend Dr. Heather Morris, who is the Secretary of Conference, and our Ambassador, David Griffith. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Lovely to be here. Hi, Lisa. Great to be here all soon. Hi, brilliant. And it's very kind of Heather to be doing this uh, so close to conference, but it's also very kind of David to be doing this as he is currently on his holidays in Scotland. So, David, thank you for doing that. And without any further ado, let me hand over to you as you interview Heather. That's great. Thanks very much. Um, So, Heather, uh, we'll just start off with something simple. Um, Who are you? And if you could keep it to about 10 or 15 words, that would be great. I will do my best as long as you don't go count the intro. So my name is Heather Morris. I am a Christian wife, mum, recently Nana, uh, and I'm a Methodist minister. I've been a Methodist minister for nearly 30 years now. Excellent. Um, so as a, uh, as a mum and a Nana, I'm sure that you have many recipes up your sleeve. Um, but what would be the last thing that you would eat on earth ever not won't compare to the heavenly banquet i'm sure but what would be that one meal you'd want i love your faith in me david i'm not a good cook so um, <laughs> the recipe up your sleeve not so much but i do love food um favorite food to be honest a bit depends on the mood i'm in and the weather so i find it very hard to say what's my absolute favorite um, but I think I'd go traditional in the end of the day. I'd go a bit of prawn cocktail, steak and chips and cheese. Mm, Ooh, controversial, lovely. but yes. yes. Yeah, I know that, that sounds good. Um, I probably would be a, a chicken pie man myself. That's definitely a, a good a good staple comfort food. You know, you've got to go for it. Um, next up, we've got uh, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? doesn't have to be a holy answer now. <laughs> I've got two answers, one of which is holy. So the first one that <laughs> I thought about it was, I think, especially just now, as we've lived with COVID for the last sort of 15 months or so, I think a billboard that just made people smile or chuckle as they walk past would be very good. Now, that, I realise saying that and knowing you, David, the next question is, what joke would you put on it? So please don't do that. But <laughs> something that would just something that would perk people up as they walked or drove past and made them smile or laugh. And the other the other bit of it and. I haven't been able to come up with a slogan and I would ne- it would need to be something that isn't cheesy, but something that just says you matter to God. Jesus loves you. Uh, in a, uh, Some of you guys could help me think of a non cheesy real way, you know, way to say that that wouldn't make people go, ah, I know that, but that would be meaningful. Um, so those are the those are the two bits, something to make us smile and something to help us remember how much God loves us. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, I often think that, uh, you know, sometimes God can make us laugh as well. So if you could even manage to get both of those in, 
a little bit of love and make you laugh is maybe be a big billboard. But um, yes, certainly that's There's creative. a good Instagram challenge uh, for IMRC. So, Wouldn't it be the next thing? Try and think of something that brings humour and well, yeah. Now we've said it, they'll have to do it, you know. So um, they're stuck. Poor Amy's got to be working hard. Um, so what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? That's not a, a simple question. It's not. Um, I think when I when I think about ministry, it's preaching. Um, you know, the way sometimes you think, and I think it's the Holy Spirit just nudging you, this is what you were made for. I just love the privilege of preaching. And the the mm-hmm. the other bit of that is is around family. To be honest, that being inspired, um, is is being with family. So there's 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 the two bits to that. The, the sort of the very, the, the the family bit, um, and those moments just getting to preach, uh, getting to, I just love I love I love studying the Bible and, you know, just seeing what God says and that you're always blessed so much doing that yourself and then getting to speak that out and when you when you do that and I know that far more has happened that you as an individual could ever do but that God's in it that's that's the piece that you just go wow and it was nothing to do with me or study just God somehow takes it yeah thanks so much for that um, so if you say that you like to preach, is that all that your job entails or what is your job in the Methodist Church? My job at the minute in the Methodist Church is called Secretary of Conference. So um, that's a that's a hard one to explain. It's sort of general secretary of the church. A, re- a report that's coming to this conference now talks about it like a CEO type of role. And what that means is that the secretary of conference is with others and that's one of the great things about the methodist church that there are brilliant teams and a lovely sense of of working together Uh, with the secretary of conference with others is responsible for making sure that what conference says happens across the life of the church now we're coming up to conference so conference is a it's so important conference is a group of people about just over 200 at the minute who gather together and our core responsibility is to discern what God is saying. So we, we take reports, we, uh, we talk about various aspects of the life of the church, but at the heart of that is that, is that sense of discerning what God is saying. So that's, that's, the conference is our governing body. And I would really want to say, and say it as strongly as I possibly could, that conference needs the voices of young people, young adults and children. Um, and so what I might see her doing um, through these podcasts, I know it'll be a part of Youth Night uh, as well, is so vitally important because the church will be the less if we don't really hear and take account of what young people are saying and thinking and feeling. And conference needs to hear those voices, not in a way that nods in the direction of young people or says, here's the young people section, but actually where the voices of young people are fed through into into everything we're doing, where young people are actively part of that decision making process. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, So not just preaching that I think there's a whole lot more to your job that we probably never even get to see um heather's always working around in the background and i'm sure her uh, mailbox is absolutely jam-packed this time of year so we are really grateful that she can be with us um so heather how uh, does what you do impact the methodist church we kind of touched on it a bit there but um you, so you definitely have an impact 
but I suppose what do you see as that? Like, what, what is the, the main crux of that? I think there's a, there's a few bits to it. And you, I think in a stationed in a post like this, there's my hope and my prayer is that, that God uses um, this role to release people for mission locally, whether that's in school or college or work, uh, whatever stage in life people are at, whatever stage churches, the local churches are at. Um, part of what I hope is that we 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 resource that well. That's at IMYC's heart as well. It's all about resourcing what's happening uh, locally. And my job is about resourcing what happens uh, locally. That it's that <laughs> making, you know, something's gone wrong if the focus is on is on, is on my role or you know anybody else's role it's about what happens locally um and helping things run um smoothly and one of the things i just love about the methodist church is that we're we're focused on mission so we've just uh, recently sort of been been working on a new sort of strap line for that by living living wholeheartedly as, as followers of jesus for the transformation of the world now that's a really good statement and it's rooted in Methodism. You and I, David, could talk for a long time about that. It's a powerful statement. Um, and I'm up for any of those conversations, let me say, casually or in any other context. But it's only a statement if we don't do it. So how as a church do we do that um, where we are every day as well as where mm-hmm. we are on Sundays? So my role is about resourcing that. And there are a billion people around who are also focused on that way um, to, to, to help us together. And be faithful to God as God leads us forward. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. Um, Heather and I have already had many a random conversation, and they go in all directions. So, it could probably be a podcast series in itself of just people sitting in watching us go in a whole massive circle of uh, craziness. I, I think I still actually have some books that I need to get back to from about three years ago um, <laughs> from talking about some of these things. So, um. Oh, she knows, she knows. Oh dear, she's coming for my book. Um, but yes, so do you think that, you know, so we've talked about how it impacts, your role impacts the Methodist Church in general and kind of touched again on how it impacts young people. But do you think that they should pay attention with what goes on at conference and your role and how those kind of things link in together? Or is it just a big kind of thing that happens and they shouldn't be too interested or... um please please if you're listening to this pay attention to what happens at conference um and be but more than i want my hope and prayer is that 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 young people but I, actually it's more than young people it's everybody wouldn't just listen to what happens at conference but actually feel that this that what happens with that group of 200 people matters impacts what happens in their local church or, or local context so one of I love to have aims. I'm a list person. One of my aims or prayers for conference is that those who are part of it will go home excited about what they've heard and what they've fed in and want to bring that home. Um, that there's a sense of of, of the Holy Spirit um, enthusing us again. Um, so that's that's what I mean about young people's voices being being fed into that. And they will be through the ambassadors, which is absolutely brilliant that we've got ambassadors who are full members of conference who be you know who have the opportunity to be part of every conversation and every debate every well we're online this year so every every breakout room prayer meeting and conversation uh, you know those voices will be there but we all need to we need to be hearing those voices in other ways as well and listening out um for for what for what matters to young people what frustrates the life of young people that they wish was different and what what sets their hearts on fire as well 
Yeah, that's so, so true. I remember we had one of our long-winded conversations and talked about the um, the fact that we want conf- you, you want conference to be like a, a starting point to get people excited and um, everything to be kind of going along for. And uh, part of that is not people just bringing us information at this time of year because everybody loves to pass things on because conference is coming up, but to have these conversations continually and to engage with people and then to make sure that we write it down so that we do bring it to conference so that we don't forget about it, but we can have these chats and everything. And then conference is a big pit of ideas and, you know, everything gets thrown around and worked together. And um, I think that's, you know, something we talk about is the, the Methodist connection and that's all just connect togetherness and family and working things together. I think it's just excellent. Um, and yeah, so the, the ambassadors were hopefully um, putting stuff together of working through a programme that's going to come up, spoilers, um, at conference um, with kind of things on how we're going to engage with children and young people. And we've been doing that so far this year, even through the pandemic, but to try and carry that forward with everybody else at conference, including yourselves, um, help, because we're all in this together. Sounds like I'm going to break into High School Musical, but hopefully not. Um, but yes. Um, so, uh, kind of just getting off to the penultimate question. It's been getting harder if we've been going along, Heather, which I'm sure you've <laughs> noticed. Um, and this one is so tough. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, the Reverend Dr. Heather Morris has indeed uh, already been um, the, the Irish Methodist president. So, um, when I ask this question, it might be a, a loaded question. Um, but Heather, who, who? Who's been your favourite female Irish Methodist president? <laughs> Here's the thing. The tragedy is there's only been one and we need more. So, so far, far that's so far. The point. So far. And I look forward to the day when there's a choice and we can talk all things through. <laughs> um, somebody very kindly uh, had a message on an answering machine that I picked up last week in Edge Hill and they were telling me that... Um, that John Wesley's uh, let first that I think it was first letter that there are a very strong letter approving and pushing the, the ministry of women as well as men uh, was written from Derry Londonderry and uh, saying isn't that um, I can imagine Lisa rejoicing in that um, that and, and it's not fantastic you know so there's part of our heritage as Methodists we've talked about the voices of young people but actually as a people. Um, we rejoice in the ministry of women and men together, of young people and older people together. Um, we're inclusive. Every, you know, God welcomes all. God, all matter to God, and that picks up that word connection that you were talking about earlier on. That connectedness that we have as family. Um, so rejoicing that that's our that's who we are as a people. Rejoicing that you can see. You know. Um, people who are in different roles, whether that's ordained ministry, uh, lay people in their different roles, whatever, all part of that ministry. Uh, and we need we need to keep going. <laughs> uh, we need to to um, uh, to 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 value uh, the ministry of all people. Um, yeah, again, I agree. This is why we get all too well. Um, I love the the, the fact that um, John Wesley's mother, Susanna, correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, great stories um, about how she was involved in, like there wasn't a local uh, minister available and she was doing Sunday school and then everybody started turning up to her teaching the Sunday school and looking after, I don't know how many children, there was a 
cast of thousands involved with them. Um, and the woman, she she just poured through, raised them, spread the good news. And my favourite thing about her was when she wanted to pray, she raised her apron above her head and her children knew not to disturb her because prayer was such an important part of that. Okay. Um, and let's be honest, male or female, we couldn't do anything without prayer. So it's just a great thing to hear about from 17 Dear News Wed. Um, so yes, uh, so far we've had one fantastic female president that I look forward to having many more um, and people if they've been listening along will have heard from our uh, current female um, lay uh, leader um, of the Methodist Church and we have had more than one uh, woman lay leader so we're we're pouring through with that one as well. Um, so just before we finish Heather what again we've been getting harder as we've gone along what is your best tip for making the world a better place. So here's my Marmite answer, David. A bit of hugging. <laughs> so I have missed being able to hug people through the pandemic. And for some people, they'll hear that and their hearts will lift. For more, probably, their hearts will sink. <laughs> but my top tip, bit of a smile, kindness, um, a hug. And I think in those, and certainly in kindness and a smile, I think... Who knows what God can do in the things that seem small, but actually, actually, God can use. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I I, I personally love a, a big hug when people come straight at you. Sometimes when they surprise you with a hug, I'm a bit uncomfortable. But if you come at me and I know that it's approaching, I'm, I'm happy for it. And I definitely will look forward to hugging uh, with abandon. Is that, you know, hugging without worrying what's going on? Um, for sure. So, yes. Thank you so much um, for taking your time out with us today and for all of your uh, well thought out and uh, answers that have just come straight from your heart. Um, thank you for all that you do for uh, not only the children and young people in the Methodist Church, but for everybody in the, the church. And um, it's been great chatting to you. It's been really lovely. Thank you for this chat and all the other ones, David. Thanks. There'll be many more. Wow, well, listen, I think there probably could be. It sounds like there's going to be a series coming out of this somewhere. So thank you. And can I just uh, make a comment on one of Heather's first answers? She is actually a very good cook. Uh, she made shepherd's pie for me and my husband, Johnny, one night, and neither of us have been able to make, eat shepherd's pie since because it was so darn good. Uh, I've never been able to match it. I have yet to work out the secret ingredients. So Heather, do not be down on yourself for cooking. I think you're a fabulous cook. Uh, David, tell me this. There's other people that are being interviewed, uh, other important people. Do you want to tell our listeners uh, who those people might be that they may want to tune in and listen to? Okay, so yes, we've had some uh, great list of people. Um, we've had the Reverend Tom McKnight, who's the current outgoing president. Then we've also had um, Sari Mbasu, who's the incoming president of the Methodist Church. Uh, then I already said we've had um, Hazel Looney, who's the lay leader of the Methodist Church currently. And then we've also had um, IMYC team leader Gillian Gilmore be interviewed, um, as well as one of our own ambassadors, Joshua McRoberts. Uh, so a large, varied group for you to tune in and have a wee uh, listen to while you're making a cup of tea or going for a run. Fabulous. Listen, thank you so much, Heather, and for David for joining us uh, tonight. Listen, um, 
just to, to make a point, Heather, I'm glad that we've cleared up the fact that you are a good cook. I'm glad that we've cleared up that you have agreed to do uh, another podcast series of being of conversations with David. You also heard it here, folks, that Heather has also agreed to do some podcasting preaching. Uh, that's not, uh, she heard it, she's laughing, but she said it out loud. Maybe not in those words, but that's what I heard. So, uh, listen, friends, don't forget to follow us on IMYC social media. Uh, Methodist Conference begins on the 5th of June with conference youth night it continues on later in the week with the business on the 9th to the 13th of june and the ambassadors will keep you updated on the imyc social media about what's going on what's happening and david no amy won't be doing those things that'll be you so you'd be delighted to hear that and uh you and your team so let's get uh yourselves online if you're not online yet get connected with imyc get connected with the new irish methodist website uh you'll find us on there as well and uh it's a goodbye from me right now and a goodbye from my guests. Bye. Cheerio. Bye-bye.